0: Hello and welcome back everybody, episode 4 of Anything But Politics, of course it is me, Jim, and I'm here with, I'm here with Christian. Christian didn't know you were, you were going to throw it to me, my I bad. Just, you know what, maybe we need a little longer before these things just to get the juices flowing. Maybe we need to, I don't know, <laughs> choreograph but with words, no script, I don't want to script it, script bad. No, script bad. Uh, Script very bad. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather an awkward silence during introductions than have us sound like robots. So
1: True. I do like that you're bringing up the words choreography and script. It's very on par with our, our theme for the day.
0: What? Hey, we're back and we have a theme, uh, as we always do. Um, so today we're talking about theater and all facets Ooh. of it. We're talking musical theater. We're talking about... I will probably talk about musical films.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They count.
0: Yeah, musical films count. If it's based on a musical, we're good. So uh, we are talking about musical and musical theater and stuff. And speaking of music, we have an intro. (laughs) We do have an intro. And actually, this this week is the first time we can say that we know it's about to get played. We do know. Uh, At the end of the last episode or the beginning of the last episode, you said that when that episode was over, and this is last week... When you, you said when that was over, you'd immediately make that song because you, you were ready for it, you'd planned it, scheduled Correct. it into your night. And you did it, and I've heard it. I did do it. We recorded audio together just to do a little bit of, well, y'all will hear it. Let's go. Let it play, let it roll, and welcome back. Hello, everybody. This is Jim and Christian. And you're listening to Anything But Politics. Fuck yeah! Hey, that was nice. Great stuff. I like it. sounds better every time i don't hear it (laughs) um so i think i stressed before the the intro that this was what i said musical and musical theater no this is theater musical theater straight plays, um all All of it it. musical all of it we actually if you remember episode one for those month-long fans remember christian this is episode four we've officially been out a month oh my god yeah we've done this for a month we've done this for a month we've been out for one month one twelfth of a year wowie wow
1: it's wild that's kind of crazy 12 more of these and clock's expiring for me yeah <laughs> and then that's it and then no more what if we did what if somebody did like a year long like do you know you know markiplier and uh unis honest yeah, yep. they're doing that. What if someone did like a podcast
0: for a year and then that's it, and then it's gone forever? Yeah, that that'd There's be wild. Idea. You know, recently with being be on a podcast and recording these, I've just realized how many people have podcasts. Like, is this just the new? Is so this just the new thing? People. Like, are we hopping on late to a trend we didn't even know about?
1: Yeah, because well, cause when did when did like when did podcasting start?
0: Shit, I don't know. I remember What's in the middle history of
1: podcasts,
0: I had this friend. Um, I think she'd be comfortable with me saying her first name. It's Kat. Um, yeah. I had this friend named Kat, and we would sit on the bus side by side, earphone in each ear, and we would listen to Welcome to Nightvale, um, which I believe was my very first podcast. Um, it's non-informational, it's purely storytelling, wow. um, it's purely a work of fiction, and it is gorgeous, and if you've never listened to Welcome to Night Vale, definitely go listen to it, definitely would recommend, but one of my earliest memories of podcasts is gonna be, oh, you know what, this isn't political, it might be a little controversial, it might be a hot-button topic, we won't get into it, but, uh, actually, before Welcome to Night Vale, I might have even had an earlier memory of podcasts with, uh, the Shane Dawson and Friends podcast. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I, I don't know that how. Definitely is a hot button topic. <laughs> well, that's that's like my intro to podcasts. Um, I kind of grew up um, with that, which explains a lot of things. So no wonder, no wonder I'm person. an awful human being. <laughs> um, so th- they've been around a while, and I think everyone's just starting to kind of hop on it because it's becoming easier to access. It's an easier platform. Yeah. Well, and it's also, it's become a lot less niche. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I think a lot of podcasts were very, like, oddly specific. Or maybe they've become more oddly specific now. I guess I haven't been involved with podcasts for a long time. But it feels like there was a point in my life where someone had, like, the most random podcast that was, like, specific for seven people and
0: that's it. Well, I do think that still holds true, and that uh, you know they they have a they have a podcast for everything. Like they have D&D podcasts, they yeah. have news podcasts, they have political podcasts. But that's not ours, um, not, not at, at all. all.
1: Now it just, but now it just feels like everything is like open. <clears throat> like every podcast is like let's talk about whatever we're going to talk about, and that's it.
0: That's true. No, 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 no. I mean, that's the if that's what you're seeing. I mean, like, unfortunately, it's not like a. A social media, there's no social media based around podcasts because social media is like little teeny tiny bits of information, a Facebook post, a tweet, a a little Instagram picture, you know, it's not like you're going to be scrolling through your feed and see a two hour podcast and be like, Ooh, like, um, so, you know, it's not like there's a for you page. Like I'm talking about a feed, there's a feed of Facebook and it's going to show you what you want to see. And there's a TikTok for you page and it works excellently.
1: It does. It does.
0: The, the, I'm on the TikTok I want to be on for sure. Um, and it's nice, but there's no podcast for you page. So you're probably seeing some general stuff. I, If I did search, I follow um, my friend Anna. Uh, not my friend, just a mutual creator who I enjoy, enjoy from afar. Um, hello, Anna, if you're listening. Um, th- they're exquisitely talented and... I'm seeing a lot of D&D podcasts because of them, and cryptid, <laughs> cryptid podcasts, which is great. Um, oh, but with all this being said, everyone has a podcast, we have a podcast, and about politics, it's about a bunch of different stuff, theater being one of them. Yes. No, we met in theater. What's that? We met because we did theater.
1: We did meet because we did theater.
0: Three, four years ago? Isn't
1: that interesting? Uh... I think it's
0: three going on four i think it happened in the before? summer of 2017
1: in the summer of 2017 yeah that makes sense that, so yes, we're that three
0: makes, going makes on sense. four years of having met each other we've only met each other really? once it was
1: that is no that's wild to me it was
0: that one year it was three years ago we knew so each other and we met in person for a month and then i've not seen you since
1: yeah <laughs> that that's is so wild, wild. That is just insane. It does not feel that way.
0: No, it definitely does not feel that way. And I I, I guess a big part of it is we're still able to, like, see each other over, like, TikTok and through everything we do on Discord and for the podcast. So, you know. Yeah. I don't mind it.
1: Me either. I'm more involved in your life than some people in my own hometown, so.
0: Hey, glad to hear it. Yeah. means I'm lucky. So, So um. It
1: definitely doesn't feel that way.
0: So, theater. So, Theater. Yeah, how do we kind of?
1: How are we going to get into this? Raise
0: the curtain on on theater. Mm, wow. Thank you. Should we end the nice. episode there? Nice it's jump. only going down from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I had.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, because we kind of gave our experiences, our own personal ones, in the first episode. So, we gave. I don't. I don't. I don't know where we go. We gave
0: a little snippet of our experiences of Wizard of Oz when yeah. we met.
1: That's true. We didn't actually get into our So, our, I mean,
0: like, I've been acting, acting since I was 12. Um, it was through, like, a YMCA youth theater group that was just forming. They were like, we're going to do a theater group. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do that because I have no friends. Um, and I did it. And do you know what my very first show was? What? What's the most cliché? First show. What's the most... Okay, maybe what's the most cliche play, straight play, most cliche straight play ever? Like, oh, they're doing theater. They must be doing... Is it Shakespeare? Yes. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. My very first play ever was Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Um, So I dove straight into Shakespeare. Um, And I played Paris. Do you remember Paris? Of
1: course I remember Paris. What? I I will... uh, Let me... Uh, before I'm gonna here's a disclaimer I hate Romeo and Juliet I think it's one of his worst pieces okay no continue. that's
0: beautiful and I want to talk about that immediately <laughs> um, oh, so so, <laughs> so no I played Paris I played the guy that was supposed to get married to Juliet and then a little dumb little
2: mm-hmm.
0: bitch got in the way and he killed himself and she killed herself and I think I died Paris, I didn't in that play they cut that out um, oh Paris not definitely not for like dies. content like oh we can't show that but like I think they just, it was too long and we knew it was too long.
1: Yeah, because if you're afraid of death, you cannot yeah. do Romeo and Juliet. That I is think it's not not cut a... for
0: time. Um, it's Shakespeare, Aww. man. you you got to cut stuff.
1: That is, yeah, you know what? That is That is very true.
0: The amount of people I've heard in my own personal circles revere the works of Shakespeare and then do a show and, like, they get the opportunity to direct it and they're like, yeah, we have to cut this scene. <laughs> it happens every single time. I'm yeah, not I'm is... not sure I've done and I've done like three or four Shakespearean pieces. Same. I don't think I've ever done one in its entirety.
1: No, you I mean like no one's going to stay for that.
0: And it's not like, oh, we're doing the abridged version. It's it's genuinely just like, okay, we're going to cut this one scene because yeah. nothing happens in it. Not even comedic relief. There's no information giving. There's no <laughs> right. exposition. There's no humor. It's nothing. So we're just cutting it.
1: It's um, literally
0: pointless. It's not like we're actually, like, shortening the whole show into, like, 30 minutes. It's just genuinely... They, they find it pointless, yeah. so they take it out. Which, speaking of things being pointless, and speaking about the fact that we're going to get right into the hot takes with Shakespeare not being the hot bag of shit he thinks he is, <laughs> Christian, why is Romeo and Juliet his worst piece of work? Uh,
1: partly, uh, I'm an asshole. And okay, everything... Anything somebody holds near and dear to their heart... You just I want just, to step on it. You I want to spit on to it. I would to just absolutely rip it apart. Like today, like, okay, this has nothing to do with theater. Well, it kind of does because her, my, what am I, one of the people I know, their class, they were doing a class in theater and her teacher said something, some sort of whatever piece of shit, little phrase that like, uh, what was it? It was like, um, oh, be open to everything and be prepared for anything. I cannot explain how much I hate, despise little phrases like that, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because it doesn't make sense. You should never, ever be open to everything. No person in the world should ever be open (laughs) to everything. That encompasses a lot of things. A lot of really bad, awful things. Don't be open to Nazism. That's not political.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Don't, you know be, what? That's not political. I'm going to I'm going to hit the buzzer off. Political. Eh, not political. It is not <laughs> political to say Nazis are bad.
1: <laughs> don't be open to Nazism.
0: That's don't, not. Don't that's, hear them out. They don't have a point to me.
1: No. And that was the thing is like, Leah was like, well, no, don't, you don't have to be open to like doing it, but you should at least hear them. I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not that no. either. No. <laughs> And then, and then the second part, be prepared for anything? That's not – you don't have to prepare for anything. That's the thing. is like the, little phrases like that that are just like, oh, what a cute little thing to say. It's never real. It never actually makes any sense. When I'm in really a landlocked state. If in. a
0: tsunami ever hits me,
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any I sense. I won't. Why would you ever prepare for that? If
0: a tsunami ever hits me, Christian, I'm I'm making this a statement right now, and it's (laughs) getting put out into the ether at this point. All these people are listening to it. Do it. Christian, I'm in a landlocked state. If I ever get hit by a tsunami while in this state, I'm not going to spend any of my money on fixing my home or buying food for my family. I'm going to send it all to you. (laughs) If I get hit by a tsunami, my bet is whatever I have in my bank account at the time. And yeah, now, if like, 2028 just I, hits hard, <laughs> you're gonna see a check.
1: Well, Jim, P- people are gonna getting, hold me to it. If you're getting hit by a tsunami, it's most likely coming from the east coast. So you're gonna get hit first. I don't think I'm gonna. I, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be there to receive that I don't think check. You're gonna make it. <laughs> I don't think I'll be available.
0: It's gonna go to voicemail.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just like. <laughs> It's just like these dumb little phrases that I can't stand. So, but she, but she loved it. She was like, no, I think it's beautiful. And I'm like, I don't.
0: Stitch it on a pillow.
1: And so, yeah. So when, whenever somebody's like, yeah, Romeo and Juliet, it's gotta be his best piece. Well, no, it's his most done piece. Fair. That doesn't mean it's good at all. Yeah. That just means it's, I don't know. Maybe it's just easier to understand. It's not. Um, But when you really get into it. It's like, oh, this is kind of just shitty and basic and uh, borderline obnoxious and to be doesn't fair, make a whole lot of sense.
0: Now it's bad because, you know, art imitates art and Shakespeare was a pioneer for a lot of these things. And at the time, True. I might uh, think that Romeo and Juliet's a masterpiece, True. but because the themes in his plays are so played out now looking back on the original piece of work you ca- you just can't mm-hmm. enjoy it anymore the whole humor of love's Labor's lost is the fact that there's this oh yeah. this huge miscommunication with the male cast and the female cast and that's just so funny miscommunication haha it's dramatic irony well that's so played right. out now that's in everything except that's in
1: every single it's an a- yeah it's in everything
0: Love's labor's lost. There's this huge miscommunication between the male cast and the female cast, and ha ha ha, it's so funny, dramatic irony. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hilarious. <laughs> so that's so played yeah, out really now. If you've ever seen overplayed. a sitcom, ever, you've enjoyed Shakespeare's works. Yep. Now watching Shakespeare's works correct, isn't going to mean much to you. you. You've been overstimulated with dramatic irony and the themes that he, lay, he laid the groundwork for. Is, was he brilliant? Yes. But... Does yeah. that mean we'll always be able to look back and revere his work? No, you can appreciate it. And say, hey, good, good job. Yeah, this no. is the beginning of greatness, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna watch Romeo and Juliet and like it. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't yeah. mean that in the modern day his work is still gonna hold that torch. No,
1: yeah, I've seen it four times and I've thoroughly unenjoyed mm-hmm. it every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I've seen mm-hmm. Midsummer done multiple times. Oh my god. Beautiful show. Uh, I was in it. Uh, really, really great work of work of art. Um, mm. As You Like It is a good show. Uh, I have a story about that. Uh, and then uh, uh, wh- one other that I've read. Those are the only ones I've seen or been in. The one I read... Uh, Twelfth Night. That's an excellent, excellent piece of work. Um, oh yeah. But... No, Romeo and Juliet just feels so basic and overdone to me. But I suppose back in the day it probably wasn't. It's just that it's been recreated and redone. It's like a it's like a damn um, whatever whatever movie that's been done thirty million times.
0: Any Hallmark film ever?
1: Any Hallmark <sighs> film? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Watching the first Hallmark film and never seeing another one is like, wow, that was really uh, that was neat. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't it was great. Nice. It was but it nice. was neat. Then watching every other Hallmark film is like, oh, isn't that the last one? Did we already watched this one. Yeah, that's how, I don't know, that's how Romeo and Juliet feels to me. Because it's also been remastered into, let's put it in modern times. Oh let's God. make it Garden Gnomes. Who the fuck had that idea? Who had that idea? was like, hey, you know Shakespeare's work, Romeo and Juliet? Let's make it Garden Gnomes.
0: You want to know an interesting tale, like a, Mo- Fire them. Fire whoever's idea was that that was. Sorry, what? <laughs> the One of the modern takes on Romeo and Juliet that, like, artistically I kind of enjoy, and I know it's probably, like, really pretentious, but, like, I, I genuinely kind of do. Yeah, go for it. It's Romeo x Juliet, directed by Baz Luhrmann. It's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio in it when it's, like, set in modern day, and they have, like, guns and everything, but it's still in iambic pentameter. Like, it's the original oh. lines. It's the original dialogue, but it's set on, like, Verona Beach. Interesting. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was... Baz Luhrmann's an excellent director. Mm. Uh, we'll get back to him during films, too. But
1: was it better than Romeo and Juliet? Did
0: you see that, though? Did you see I Romeo? I saw it and once, and... <laughs> I think, due to trauma, I might have blocked it <laughs> from my mind.
1: It's so dumb. It's awful. Yeah. It is awful. Anyway, so that's my opinion on Romeo and Juliet. Shakespeare is an excellent... Oh, cool player. guy. Cool guy. Yeah. I'd, have a, I'd have a
0: pint with him any day.
1: Yes. Cool chat Absolutely. But Romeo but Romeo and Juliet much like much like Beats and uh, The Visit is trash. Romeo and Juliet is we're trash. We're going to have
0: one Beats/Visit/Romeo <laughs> Slash, visit slash Romeo and Juliet Every per episode. episode. We're going to have something I love that it. might be revered by some but ju- we're just going to shit on it. Shit all, all on it. We have to.
1: It's part of it. We're our- always going to
0: have our Beats. <laughs> always have it's our a beats beat. it's
1: what it is oh man um stay on let, well, let's stay on shakespeare for just a bit um because i i did i have a story about as you like as It. as you like it yes have i ever told Tell you this story
0: it. i don't think so oh
1: man it's lovely so i did theater in high school uh for five years yeah seventh grade through twelfth grade how long were you in high school Okay, sorry. <laughs> I did theater in school for f- for five years.
0: I was like Christian. Oh,
1: seventh grade through twelfth grade would be six years. Sorry, and there were two shows that were that they were forced; the entire school was forced to see. What? One was my first show ever, called Honk Junior. I've heard of Honk.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Honk, Honk was done the, directly before did. Wizard of Oz that summer. Yes, was it was. It not? That
1: was the second time we had done it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I was, was the not there for that. Done I was doing Little Women. The f-
1: yeah, the f- the first time we did it, I was thirteen, and the entire school was yeah. forced to see it. Uh, needless to say, they were not. <laughs> I know nothing fans. about Honk because <laughs> because no, well, no, it's not even against Honk. I mean, it's not a great show, but it's no 14-year-old who isn't in theater is going to enjoy theater. You know? there isn't, There probably is not one 14-year-old out there who's like, let's go see a, a theater production. <laughs> it doesn't what's exist. On the, what's on the marquee and, tonight? <laughs> so when they were forced to see their classmates pretend to be barnyard animals on stage for an hour, uh, they did not love it. <laughs> and the, the critics... It wasn't in the cards. <laughs> yeah, no. Rotten Tomatoes gave it zero percent. Um, so they, oh, they. I mean, that was. I mean, I, we were the laughing stock for five <sighs> years because of it. Um, and I was like, "Why was this decision made? Why? Why were we forced? Why was everybody forced to see it? I didn't want them to come see it. I don't know who that was benefiting. It's not benefiting the cast. It's not benefiting the director." It's not benefiting the audience. Who was this for? (laughs) This was not made for anybody. Um, That was the first one. And then the second one was a little show called As You Like It, which is a good show. It's a really well-written play. Yeah. But if you're not a fan of Shakespeare... Fair. You're not going to enjoy it even a little bit.
0: And this was in high school. This was in high school. This was my senior year. Can I pull a little aside? Please do. Shakespeare, uh, high schools should never touch Shakespeare, ever. Correct. Because Correct. theaters can do it if you know you have a community who loves Shakespeare. If you right. do not love Shakespeare, yes. you will not love your role, and you will not love the art you are making in a Shakespearean production, and you yes. have to in order to do it right. And I only say this because iambic pentameter and like old english is so hard to understand and i know it's not technically Mm -hmm. old english quote unquote that's like beowulf but right No, it's um but like shakespearean english is so hard Mm -hmm. to understand because it's just not how we speak now but if the right person who knows what first off they have to understand what they're saying and then they have to say something completely different and the Mm -hmm. way they convey it has to make you understand what they're saying and i've seen it done it's doable and it's great yeah. I've seen Shakespeare shows where I understand everything that's being said on stage, even if they were speaking French. Um, yeah. But with that being said, you try to have high schoolers do that. Well, I will say, so it's directed by the same person who
1: did Wizard of Oz with us, and we had a oh beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We had like she was our she was our um, lover, our theater teacher for my entire theater career. Yeah, so her. So whenever she did a show, yeah, I was always in it. And so it was done really, really well. Like, I'll get to the audience in a second. But it was done very well. The people who saw it and actually appreciated theater were like, really, really great show. They were like, very impressed. We understood it, even though we didn't understand it. There you go. Uh, Y'all did well. However, so we did three shows. We did one for the high school. Right. uh, One for, and then two for whoever wanted to come, whoever Mm -hmm. bought tickets. During the high school show, um the children were allowed to bring blankets and pillows yes they were allowed to bring they asked they were like can we bring blankets and pillows and they were like yeah of course you can (laughs) yeah no problem what
0: time of day was it showing
1: (laughs) the afternoon it was done in place of class In place of class, you could either go to class or go take a nap while people were trying to perform Shakespeare. (laughs) So (laughs) this is real. This is 100% real. So they brought (laughs) blankets and pillows and all sat in the front row. Obviously not all of them, but all the ones who brought blankets and pillows sat in the front row so that we would see them. So cuz in that theater, it was in the Dunn Center. Oh. In that theater, it's hard to see the further you go back, but you can see the front the the front the, the front yeah. pretty well. Uh and all we saw <laughs> was just a sea of naps. <laughs> just an entire oh. audience of people sleeping. Uh that does not help <laughs> any type of self-confidence or self-esteem even a little bit. Um, so that that was as you like it, and then we get to the ticket shows the people the ones that people paid for
0: and they brought pillows and blankets <laughs> <laughs> no, but there were
1: thirty of them. there are fifteen people in the cast. You can do the math who were those thirty people no that 's it yeah no <laughs> oh yeah that's that's it. The parents of the people in the cast were the only people who came
0: to the shows. So, <laughs> y'all lost money, right? Like this was a this was a red line. Oh,
1: ease Well, well, it's hard because we didn't spend money. Good. Okay, that's what yeah, I wanted. to Yeah, it was know. all reused props. Good. It was all, and of course, we didn't. Yeah, the school, whenever we did a school show, we didn't have to pay for the Dunn Center. Uh, those were only during the summer shows. So we did not have to pay a dime. But we felt
0: like we lost. <laughs> we lost something. If something was lost. Right. I haven't <laughs> felt the same since. I never saw yeah. another butterfly, the very <laughs> last one.
1: Yeah, it was really sad. I mean, like, the entire cast, I mean, we were kind of mixed emotions about it, because part of us were like, we don't want anybody to see it. Because.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, cause, I've been there. I've been that yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't and want so anyone we to like, see this, but also if no one comes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Cool, no one came," but oh, <laughs> no one came. <laughs> uh, but then we did Midsummer a couple years prior, and that was great. A lot of people came to see it. Um, the college was involved, so that helped. Great show. That one did really well. Anyway, that's my experience that with that Shakespeare. That director. That director.
0: That director. Yes. Let's move a little bit off Shakespeare, but still stay kind of classic. Go you for know, it. You know Moliere. French guy. Do
1: I know what? Do I know what? Mulgare. the playwright.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know Tartuffe? Of course. Okay. So wasn't that director of ours in that show? She sure was. Who was she? Oh man. <clears throat> was she like the wife?
1: Give me names.
0: Tartuffe, <laughs> Orgon
1: a very long pause and then just naming the name the main character that was too funny sorry Orgon
0: <laughs> uh, v- Valair Orgon's wife <laughs> who, I, who I think that director played I think so maybe yeah because let's go with that did you know I was in Tartuffe I did not know Dude, that I was in Tartuffe a couple years back I don't think I've had more fun doing a show in my life like Really? It's in my top three. Our Wizards, Wizard of Oz wow. is in my also in my top three. In what? Why? Because behind the scenes, we had a lot of fun.
1: That's fair. Yeah, as far as behind the scenes, it's in my top five. But as far as like productions, it is in the uh, lower tier, to say the least. Listen. It's not top
0: half. I can tell you that much. Your makeup was a little questionable. <laughs> but... They That's had the to uh, spend hours engineering a hat that, that would stay so on my long. head. <laughs> oh my they did. There was one person. There was one intern um, who, <laughs> her day was spent walking over to me, putting a hat on my head and saying, flip. <laughs> and then I would like, I'd roll around <laughs> on the floor for a minute and it'd fall off and she'd be like, dang it. Then she'd pick up the hat and walk away. Uh, that God, was her back, day. Back her again. day was dedicated to that. Um, Aww. love her to death, Lindsay. You're listening. Sorry, I love you. Uh, oh, I I miss Lindsay. She was lovely. Lindsay came with me. I know. Yeah, Lindsay. Lindsay yeah. and I were tight because we had ju- we just did um, Little Women together. She little was women, Joe, yeah. and I was Lori. Yeah. So she was. Funny. Oh, she was excellent. Um. So there were a lot of things. Toto. Toto was a an idea. <laughs> Y'all, okay, I'm not going to make fun of the decision or even the way it was done because that girl, what was her name? Or we'll call her Jay. Um, Yeah, we'll call her Jay. So Jay was a puppeteer. She dressed in all blacks and they gave her a dog on like a stick and a string. (laughs) Yeah, right. And she just puppeted it and she made the sounds. Jay wasn't the dog. (laughs) No, she was not. She was the puppeteer for the dog. Okay. It was it was something.
1: It it really was. But at the uh, same
0: time it kept us from having the like horror show of Toto running off into the audience. Toto shitting on stage. Oh my God. Like no. we, we we barking for <laughs> two moments. Yeah,
1: anyone I've talked to who has dealt with an, a live animal on stage, they're like don't do that. Don't do that. Some of the worst things to do live on stage, I'll yeah. tell you right now, is dealing with a live animal and eating. Eating on stage is the worst. I have a story about that later. but um.
0: Real baby as well.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, wait, don't do you have, have the same story baby. I do? Huh?
0: Do you have the same story I do?
1: Uh, I don't think
0: so. About eating on stage?
1: Uh, Maybe. Is it a I, scene I, I where you're supposed it. to be eating? It is a scene where I'm supposed to be eating, yes.
0: Is it? Oh, God, who wrote that show? Shit. Um. Okay, I'm just going to say, is it the importance of being earnest?
1: No, but I wanted to talk about the importance of being earnest. That is... A, okay, so we did the muffin scene. Me and one of my best friends did a did a scene. It's... If you know the importance of being earnest, it's the muffin scene with Algernon and Jack uh, slash Ernest. That, I will say, also, also a classic, so we're staying in the classics. That is arguably the best <gasps> experience I've it's ever so had with theater. And... It almost made me want to truly go mm-hmm. into it as a career. By that yeah. point, I had given up on theater as a career, but that one almost sent me back because, oh, it was so much fun, Jim. Oh, my God. It was so relaxed and fun, and it's a mm-hmm. great show. It's a really great show, funny show. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, wait, what, do you, what is the story to you? Oh, just the eating, the eating on stage? Yo, yeah, that wasn't even the worst because I didn't have the bad part. Algernon had to eat like eight or nine muffins. I only had to eat two. Um, what? No. Was that yeah. scripted different you know, or the...
0: did we just take the bit in another direction? No, Jack and Algernon essentially had like an eating competition on stage. Interesting. Like their back and forth while tensions grew and they were like, you know, picking on each other and poking and prodding. They just kept shoving <laughs> yeah. these things into their mouth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we we did something similar, but I only got two. And the bit was Jacob kept stealing my muffins. Oh,
0: really? Oh, but no, yeah, like I would be
1: about to put it in my mouth, and he would just like grab it from (laughs) almost within my mouth (laughs) and then stuff it in his face. Yeah, it was lovely, and it was the it's one of the few times I've ever actually broken on stage because I was eating a muffin, and I (laughs) I was my mouth was dry. And so I'm eating, I'm eating the muffin and I'm just like chewing endlessly and nothing's really happening. And he had said his line and I'm sitting there, I'm just chewing and he goes, take your time. You're fine. And I, I spit muffin out. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, But it it helped with the bit. No, but my, (laughs) my eating story, this is easily one of the worst moments I've ever had on stage. So I was in and I'll try to make it quick. Sorry, I'm dominating the conversation. You're fine. No, I love it. I was I was in a production of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Okay. And in that show, uh, he eats a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah. Or a peanut butter yes. sandwich.
0: One of the I driest foods sandwich. on God's Green Earth.
1: Correct. So my director was like, we're not going to make you eat peanut butter on stage because that's a horrible idea. So you're just going to eat a piece of bread. <laughs> no, that is it's arguably worse. worse. <laughs> But what makes it worse is So we did, we did six showings Yeah <laughs> And we did two weekends And On We did the last showing uh, On that weekend And every night before the show I had to set yeah. a new piece of bread Yeah uh, In a paper bag So by, by the second At the second weekend I forgot <laughs> To change it out so it's the piece of bread from the year, from the week prior, <laughs>
0: okay. and
1: I get on stage and I I take the piece of bread, and it is a rock, it is an actual rock, and I, I can't just not, I can't be like mm, never mind because I have to eat it,
0: like it's like pertinent to the scene,
1: <laughs> yeah. So I take it and I look at my partner who's on stage and I, I just like gave him a look of like i'm i like sorry die. and it's I going down took a i took a bite and it went <laughs> right in the microphone and there was an audible gasp from the audience They're like oh my god what did he what did he just put in his mouth but the worst no. part is i have to keep talking and so you go, so back. I swallow go back for a second and it gets lodged it gets lodged in my throat And in the middle of my line, I was just like, and Lucy's up, and the audience was like, what is going on? And the rest of the, it's a monologue. It is a long monologue. And I eat the piece of bread pretty early on. The rest of the monologue, is talking like I just smoked a pack right before the scene. It was horrible. It ruined the show, in my opinion. There was no way you can get past that scene and be yeah. like, "Okay, no, let's let's bring it back in. <laughs> let's just make the rest of the performance good." And I couldn't stop thinking about it the entire time. And so, for for at one point, I get on stage, and I'm supposed to start singing a song. And for the only time in on. my entire theater career, I forgot the lyrics. And I'm the only one on stage, <clears throat> so I just, I just stand there. Yep, that's all you can do. And look, and I look back at sound, and I'm like, for the love of God, uh, start the song over, please. And they start the song over, and I forgot it <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> I just couldn't. There was a line right before I would say the line, and then like, uh, <laughs> so they started it yeah. over again and at that moment someone from the side was like it's fa da 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 whatever it was and i was like oh yeah it is fa da 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 and then i started singing what was crazy was afterwards everyone was like yeah what was up with sound <laughs> they fucked everything up yes <laughs> yeah, they, they, they did all... yeah yeah i was like oh yeah they need to be fired <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible <laughs> Bye <laughs> now <laughs> oh god so those are those are my um, oh my I had a I had a similar uh, I had a similar theater.
0: situation so um, yeah what you got I've been in Little Women twice once as a straight play which I enjoyed so much more just cause I got a better role I got Laurie and you, you, I was able yeah. to do so much you know so many fun things with that I did another production it was Little Women the Broadway musical you ever seen or listened to Little Women the Broadway musical
1: I didn't know there was a musical.
0: There is a musical, and it has one good song. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the Um Well, no, it has a lot of good songs, but it has one that, like, stays with you, and it's, like, not even one of the upbeat, fun gotcha. ones. Um <laughs> I played the husband of one of the sisters. Not Laurie, or, like, one of the memorable okay. ones. Like, someone who, in the book, is in, like, two chapters and then goes to war, and I think he dies, but in the musical he in all the cuz there are scenes where Joe is trying to like sell cuz she writes Joe is a writer in, in Little Women she's trying to sell her stories to a publisher mm. and like as she's telling the story it comes to life around her on stage and it's beautifully done and um th- uh that guy plays the bad guy in mm. that story so like the bad guy is portrayed by the guy who plays uh her sister's husband which is really you know it's cool um so that was like the most interesting thing I did. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I got one song, and then I never come back. <laughs> I had one song. Oh my God. That's it. One, one so... thing to remember. <laughs> one thing not to fuck up. <laughs> you know, early on. You know, I, I I hit I I entered stage. I hit my mark. I said shit. My song starts in like five minutes. I don't remember. And this isn't even like opening night story. This is like, we've done it for like, this is the second weekend. And I, I hit my mark (laughs) and I go, shit.
1: That's a nightmare.
0: There's nothing up there. I was like, I know my, I was like, you know what? Just breathe. I was like, Jim, breathe. Here's what's going to happen. Everyone else is going to leave stage because it's not just like a fun little throwaway song. It's like the song where I propose to oh Joe's sister. God. And I'm like, spend your life with me. It's a love song. It, you know, in the soundtrack, that one song you're always going to skip? The Beats of, of every course. musical. The Beats, yes. So that was that song was The Beats. So not only did I have one song, I had the shittiest song in the show. <laughs> and I get on stage and I'm like, you know what? You're going to hit your mark. You're going you're gonna to stand where you normally stand. You're going to look at your scene partner Who doesn't come in for like two verses? You're going to look at her. The music will start. You'll hear the notes. You'll remember. I hit my mark. Everyone else was off stage. I look at my scene partner. And then I just kind of cock my head. And I look at her. And I look down. And she knew. I could tell by her face. She knew what the fuck was about to happen. (laughs) The score started. I heard the music. (laughs) Not a word came to my head. So I ju- it just it just played, no restarting, it just played. This the music went out and like at times I'd hum, like because I remembered the melody.
2: Oh no,
0: <laughs> that is exponentially worse. But it was my first time having ever gone up on a on a song, let alone a line. Like I I don't want to like toot oh, my own no. horn, but like. It's not often you go up on a line as an actor, especially by the time you get to, like, time to do it in front of people. Like, maybe Tech Week, but... Yeah, no. I'd never...
1: Because you know you're going to be viciously embarrassed if you if you fuck up, so you make sure that doesn't happen.
0: But most exactly. people Exactly. I had never gone up on a line. I'd never gone up on a song. I forgot, like, the first entire verse. Oh. As soon as it got to the chorus, I was like... This sounds a little more familiar. And then I was like, oh, here we go. And I, I came in, and I finished the song, and I walked off stage, and I was like, you know what? I'm glad my character dies right now so I don't have to go out there until act two is a different person. Like, I was, oh, it was one of the worst moments I'd ever had. The other time I went up on a line, it was because I was under the influence of something that was an alcohol that I won't go into detail on, uh, just, like, the night prior, like, it wasn't even that day, like, it was the night prior that that had happened, (laughs) and the next day, I guess there were just residual, um, goings-on that happened in my own personal head, uh, that caused me to go up on, like, an entire monologue, but luckily, no, 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 no. it's literally fine, because it was, that entire scene was just an exposition dump for something that never paid off, so... I just I sk- I immediately skipped to a part I knew we had to be at. And my scene partner picked up on that. She went, okay. And we just finished out the scene. And we, we lost, the show yep. lost nothing from that happening. But that's a, a good example of going up gotcha. on a line. I remembered the next important bit, and I skipped to it. There wasn't a missed beat. It felt natural. I asked my mother, who had seen the show two times before, if she noticed it. She did not.
1: Yeah. Well, that's like I was in a production of Guys and Dolls. And there's this scene that goes on way too long yeah. between Sky Masterson and Nathan. Yeah. And it's towards the beginning. And just in my head, I was like, this scene should be shorter. And for some reason my, my subconscious was like, well, just make it shorter. And I skipped like two pages. <laughs> I, I started doing this like weeks before yeah. the opening. And no one ever told me. And then on the fourth show... My director was like, hey, uh, you're skipping like an entire page of di- dialogue. I was like, how long have I been doing this? And he was like, um, actually, a while. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me? So then I, I fixed it, but like, I don't understand why he didn't tell me. No, you fixed it? Yeah, I fixed it.
0: Okay, hey, hey guys. We're going to have a real talk real quick. What, th- there's eventually going to be a segment name for when I pull the mic really close to me. Um, <laughs> Just so I can kind of talk to you heart to heart. So, for those of you interested in theater, and not even you guys.
1: This is correct. I know exactly what you're going to say. You're 100% right.
0: For those of you interested in directing, let's talk. Um, Your job is to take the dream in your head of what you imagine this show to be and to make it real. You have a costumer, a set designer, and a crew. Lighting and sound tech all ready to go at your fingertips. You have no reason... Not to have the dream of what this show could be in your head performed on stage for all to see. That is your job. And in doing so, you have months to sit down in front of your cast and say, here are the notes. For those of you who don't know theatrical terms, notes are just, hey, uh, you missed your mark uh, tomorrow, Uh, come in five minutes early, we'll run that choreography, and then uh, just make sure you correct that. Or, hey, you delivered that line a little bit weird can we try this direction and if it feels natural we'll go in that direction and if I end up not liking it perform it the way you did those are notes these little tweaks that make a show better it gets it from good to great never give a damn note after tech week fuck that no don't give notes during tech week let alone during a run when you're no tech week okay tech week I allow notes you know what tech week I'm gonna say it I'm okay with notes during tech week, but they have to be important. Don't nitpick during tech week. You had your time for nitpick. Nope. I'm going to keep changing my mind. Um, you're allowed to nitpick during tech week, but that's all. No big notes during tech week. No big changes a week before the show. No big picture changes. You're allowed to nitpick. That is all because that's what you should be doing. It's like, um, this is a really weird comparison, but it's like woodworking. You do a, you know, you do a rough grade first. Those are your big picture notes and then by the time you're finishing up the project, you're going to want to go with that fine-grit sandpaper, your little nitpicky notes, because like I said before, that's what makes it go from good to great. Teeny-tiny notes during Tech Week. Little things. You're kind of mispronouncing that word. That's all you're allowed to say as a director. If the run starts, hey, we did our first show in front of an audience, don't you dare fucking give me a note. I swear I will not do the rest of the production. (laughs) I just won't do it. The
1: the problem was it was... It was integral to the show it comes up again later like the the part that I skipped comes up again later and it's really important so during the that first it was either the first show or the second show during those two like the, the audience was confused I don't care nope, you the missed
0: first. it the, if the director missed it during <laughs> tech week I don't I don't know how long it was going on let's call it a week let's say during during the first day of yeah. Tech Week, you missed that two pages. If they did not catch it during those two weeks, the audience gets to be confused as hell. That's it. You make... <laughs> those uh, two I pages don't care are
1: gone forever. If they don't exist anymore.
0: You are doing... I, I, I do not care if you are doing Music Man. And halfway into Act, act 2, your Harold Hill just doesn't a completely unplanned tap dance number for for just, like, you know, seven minutes. Let's call it way too long. Don't, t- don't tell me he has to do that for every show. Don't say that. If he does it every night of Tech Week <laughs> and for the first weekend, oh, and you, you don't, don't say, say shit, you're not entitled to say shit for that entire second weekend, that Harold Hill gets to do a seven-minute tap dance number.
1: But But what if he does it on opening night and had never done it
0: before? Then the director can and say quit and even if you okay. do quit like I'm not threatening you like if you don't quit I'm gonna fuck not only are you do you quit I'm never hiring you again that's oh that no that's entirely okay, that's fair true. if you okay, that's if good. you try to sneak shit in you're a bad actor this is a note to the directors if something happens correct at least up to a nice. week before the show starts and then during the run and then you want to correct no it doesn't get corrected you know what it is on stage until the curtain closes yeah yeah no. Thank you, thank you. Don't give me notes during tech week if it is something that I've been that. doing for the entire um, the entire time. Don't. <laughs> You're, we're not changing. It. it can't be changed. Yeah. It is hardwired at that director. point.
1: And then my favorite story, and then we can move on. My favorite story of somebody forgetting a line. Uh, it wasn't me, so I feel bad for saying it, but it's just too darn too too darn funny for me to for me to skip over it. I had this... Also, he didn't give a shit. He did not give a shit about theater. I don't know why he did it. But he did it for four years and never cared once. So we're doing a show. And he got a small part. He got a part where he just had to sing one line. He had one line in the whole show. And it was sung during a song. And it was a part where there were five other people who sang directly after him. (laughs) He gets up to the plate. What was the show? (laughs) Once on this island. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a great show. He steps up to the plate. And it's about to be his turn. This man goes, blah, 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 blah. No! No joke. He said, blah, 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 blah. And none other than my sister... Is directly after him to sing her line. Um, she couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) He goes blah 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 blah, and she goes (laughs) and starts dying laughing in the middle of the show. And then there's you. And then you can't be the one to bring it back. You can't be the third person to like, all right, let's buckle down and get this. It was just over. Those five lines didn't happen. (laughs) It was just over, and we waited. They all laughed. We waited. And then it went on to the next part. Oh my God! <laughs> what was he? Why? How do you have one line and then forget it? Not only forget it, r- rather than being respectful and just letting it pass and be like, I let fuck the moment up.
0: pass, take a step back, but to physically sing... take a step back and lower your head, <laughs> yeah, to absolutely. at least let the audience know, like you can lead audiences on. Oops. Like I've been in a lot of situations where the audience is like, "What the hell's going on?" uh they're they're vamping this one measure for yeah. like uh 2 minutes and there's like a set change that's having to happen behind a closed yeah. curtain. Um but like no. Yeah. Don't let the audience think about anything. Just take a step back, lower your head. They'll know. Everyone will know. The lines can continue. But no. He was like, "I'll just say blah blah because that adds so much that's
1: to the to the, the story. The best
0: idea. <laughs> I have an uh... idea. You know what would make this musical just an 11? (laughs) We lost him during As You Like It. This will bring him back. This will rail him back in.
1: (laughs) So get it. Yeah.
0: This is for all of you nappers on the front row. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. (laughs) I
1: can't. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it was an absolute train wreck. And let me tell you, when the director. (laughs) Uh, What I'd pay to
0: be in that room. Because it's the same director, right?
1: Oh, it's the same director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Love her heart. Oh, man.
1: She tore him to pieces.
0: In front of people?
1: Oh, in front of people. 100% in front of people. It was one of the few times she gave notes after opening night. She was like, hey, let's remember our lines and not say blah, 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 blah. And looked directly at him. Oh, we died. We died laughing. Um, So that...
0: Wait, you laughed?
1: Oh, yeah, we laughed. We laughed hysterically
0: at notes. That just seems like one of those moments where, like, everyone's painstakingly awkward and dead silent. Dead silent? silent. We couldn't do that. (laughs) We were never capable of doing that. Uh, (laughs) No, I remember that bunch. I remember that ragtag team (laughs) during my month. Oh, yeah.
1: You're right. You remember when I came out in a dress? Were you there that
0: day? I don't. I, okay, I was there every oh, day at Wizard of Oz.
1: Yes. You don't remember no. the day I came out in a dress? No, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did she chew your ass out? She went ballistic, understandably. I came out in the middle of a very important meeting in a dress that was meant for someone else <laughs> in the show. This was meant for the Wicked Witch, not the Tin I Man. <laughs> but I, I came out in a dress because they were, they were fucking with me. They were like, Christian, put on the dress. And I was like, I really uh, shouldn't. <laughs> they were like, no. Like the interns? This is the interns, yes. They were like, no, it would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I loved
0: those guys. I, Those guys are and great.
1: They are great. And then while I was wearing the dress, Danelle was like, everybody out here now. And I'm like, well, I'm done. My acting career <laughs> is over. I'm going to get cut from the show.
0: We've gone from one lungs to zero.
1: I, <laughs> I tried to stand in the back so she wouldn't notice. And I thought I was in the clear. She had gotten to the end. And then she looks at me and I was like, oh my God. And she said, also, can we please be, uh, what was it? Can we please have some sort of respect for everybody else here and not try to ruin the show? Were you walking in on a scene? Were you like <laughs> doing the Tin Man part? No, no. She just called a meeting. No one was doing a scene. It was, like, it was somebody else's scene. They were doing whatever. And this was before, like, we were in costume, even. Yeah. And then the scene ended, and she was like, okay, everybody come in, because they were going to yeah. talk. And I came out in a dress. And I get it. It's definitely unprofessional and horrible. <laughs> but, oh, man. <laughs> she tore into me.
0: Yes. I do, Sorry. in fact, remember this. And... yeah. Yeah, that was one of those moments where everyone kind of looks <laughs> at the ground.
1: Like, what the what do we do? What, do we do? <laughs> what is Christians the protocol? What happens now? <laughs> and then my other only other moment uh of that, this one's short. Uh, we were doing honk. This was my first show. Yeah. I had never experienced this woman before in my life. And we were doing a a, a choreography day. Yeah. Which were always the worst days. Mm -hmm. Uh, We could not dance. And it was very simple. Um, Very simple. It was a marching type song. Yes. So all it was was marching and then moving our arms in a specific way. Uh, Needless to say, nobody was capable, apparently. And uh, also there were eight-year-olds in it for the first time ever. She was like, hey, let's introduce eight-year-olds to our troupe. They couldn't do it. (laughs) They couldn't do anything. Because they're eight and it's fine.
0: Meanwhile, for our show, by the time we got to our show, we were literally doing ballet (laughs) every single day (laughs) for a month. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, this was, I mean, this had to be a couple weeks out, and we still didn't know the choreography. Not only, no, it wasn't that we couldn't do it, it was that we did not know it. Yeah. That's really bad. And she, it's the angriest I've ever seen her get. She yelled, take five. And then she ran into the bathroom. No one... No one had a good day that day. When, you, when we saw that, that changed us forever. <laughs> it was Suddenly, so we
0: could all do ballet.
1: Sudden. And, and we... And we knew, we knew. (laughs) We knew.
0: That is the moment. We knew.
1: Fucked up bad. We knew it was warranted. That was the problem. It wasn't like, oh, she's kind of crazy today. It was like, oh, yeah, this is
0: 100% deserving. (laughs) Yeah, no, we are the, we are the, that's a sobering moment. That's a come to Jesus moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we are the problem. We
0: are, oh, that's, oh, I'm the problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. We caused, like, severe mental (laughs) heartache.
0: Damn. There's trauma in this building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm the cause.
1: So that was uh that was that.
0: I loved the choreography oh. of our Jitterbug.
1: Oh my god, so much fun.
0: Do you know our jitterbug um the main four didn't dance for half the song?
1: Correct. Uh Did I tell you that chalk that up to me?
0: No 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 I no I was the reason no Jim. No Christian, Jim. Christian, hear my hear reason. my damn words. We danced the whole time. You, me, J and S. Um, they... a different J, not the not the puppeteer J. It's a different J. J played the lion. Um, no, but we danced that whole song. I meant in the twenty nineteen Tennessee, Jim played the scarecrow for the second time. Wizard of Oz. That one, we did not dance for half the song. When the whole point of the song is the Jitterbugs making them dance until they're tired. Oh, that's right. No, the jitterbugs danced for like 80% of that song. And we danced like a little bit. And then at the very end, for some reason had to be like, (gasps) I was like, if you want us to be tired, fucking choreograph a dance. That's We were not acting by the end of that. (laughs) that. (laughs) Make us tired. There was no acting at the end of that scene for us. (laughs) Like you were out of
1: breath. No, you're right. Now I remember. Jay the
0: lion was out of breath. And my legs had been thrown across stage. Like, we were out of breath.
1: Not to mention we were in the hottest costumes of all time. I was actually wearing hay. <laughs> yeah, you were wearing hay. Jay was in a, <laughs> like, Jay. full-on lion suit with stuffing and everything, correct?
0: I don't know about stuffing, but definitely, yeah, a full bodysuit suit lion. Yeah. He had
1: something. He had something, I thought. Maybe not. And then I was in... What was I in? Oh, that... Sh- that, like... Fucking... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reflective, weird stuff. And then the padding as well. Dude. Yeah. Not to mention I was in my leg brace at the time. Which Dude. honestly
0: worked for the character, but still.
1: It did. It did, but it made things uh, very sweaty. True. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, we were exhausted after that. And with the hot lights and everything... I, that's, yeah, we were, we were, uh, we were sweaty, to say the least. To say the very least. Um, To say the very least. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our experience with theater. Do you want to talk about, like, um, shows? Like, there...
0: Unless you have any more stories? Uh, oh, I definitely have a million stories, but, like, let's, <laughs> we've talked about our stories and some really good bits and had a lot of haha laughs out of it. Um, what? Okay, so, ah. I'm gonna start naming... Show. I'm looking for a hot take. Let's have a hot take section. I'm looking for hot takes. Great, I'm going to just random shows that I know.
1: Steaming hot
0: takes. And you takes. just stop me when you hear something that you want to yell about. Okay, so. Ooh,
1: great. Um, I like this game. Sweeney
0: Todd. Great show. Excellent show. Um, yeah,
1: really wonderful. My man. wife
0: has actually played Sweeney Todd. No way. Yeah, she was in high school and no, no boys auditioned and they were like, <laughs> oh, no. hey. Would you please? And she auditioned and she got the part.
1: Aww. Nice. Um,
0: I don't want to say that we are cheating, but we were talking about this before, so I know we have something to say about Les Miserables.
1: Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Let me hear what, what, so, what, you... what was being
1: said huh? when we left off. What was being said? Um, we were mostly talking about singing through the entire show. And not any dialogue. And how
0: I'm not saying that's inherently bad thing. I think the point I was making
1: I would say it's inherently a bad thing. So
0: and that's fair. That's a fair assessment. My point, if you (laughs) want to put any logic and reason behind it, is that the reason musicals exist is because there are some things that can be conveyed through music that cannot be conveyed through typical speech. And lame is has a lot of moments, deep passionate moments where music has to be playing and people have to be singing in order to convey what needs to be conveyed. But there are other bits in which there's no excuse for you to be singing. Why do you have to be singing right now? No, 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 no. That show would work just as well, if not better, if people spoke during half the scenes. I don't care if it's 90% singing and 10% talking. There are points in that show where the beauty and the passion of what can get conveyed through music isn't the reason they were singing. They were singing because the yeah. the playwrights and the songwriters were like I want it to be 100% sung. Like that's why it happened. And you and can you tell. you can tell
1: because there are moments there are moments where it's like okay, I guess that's a melody.
0: N- a melody? Like Miz, you're talking about like 18 <laughs> measures of me hitting this one note and then No, there's <laughs> yeah. actually there's actually a musical that shits on it. What is that musical? Are we in a are There's a musical, Something Rotten, what is that musical? Something Rotten, yeah. Is that a musical that shits on musicals? Yes, it is. So, yeah, there's this, like, soothsayer who, like, sees into the future, and this is, like, back in, like, the beginnings of theater, when, like, theater was just becoming a thing. And there was this, like, soothsayer who's like, oh, I'm having a vision of the future, and essentially they look into the future, see what a big hit musicals are, and they're like, this is the beginnings of theater, let's just cut the shit let's cut out the middleman let's go straight to tap numbers and <laughs> can cans and you know kick lines so um you know they, they one of their songs called it's a musical um alludes to so many musicals they allude to cats annie lame is they they allude to like 50 <laughs> songs during that one song just shitting on modern theater and um i think yeah. one of the things they say is like and sometimes when they're wanting to be really dramatic they'll pick one note and they'll stay on it for a really long time and then just when you're used to it they'll change to a different note so you notice and that's like 80% of all I is it's it's like
1: why are we in a catholic church when did we get transported to a catholic church
0: I've been to a catholic church once and it was a funeral so so there he is monotonous and it's like there's no melody and it's like okay if you're going to have oh, a beautiful piece of music, have a beautiful piece of music. But you're not conveying anything to me through a monotone monologue of course. with music behind it that you couldn't convey through speech. No. So lame is no. great, but come on.
1: Yeah. I think if there's going to be singing, mm-hmm. it needs to be in the context of a song. <laughs> not just strewn about. <laughs> like... I can't think of. I can't even think of another example. Um, Susical has very little dialogue, but I can't think of any that's purely
0: sung. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat.
1: Yeah, that's a that is one. That is definitely one. Yeah. I
0: like that show a lot. I've been in it. I do too. You want to know why? I'm not lie, it's because it's a good they show. did something creative, and just about every song is a different genre. They have pop, they have rock. I mean, the Pharaohs, Elvis, for God's sake. So, um, yeah, yeah. The, I think they keep it interesting by switching up the genre, something where you can't get bored of what you're listening to. Like you can with Les Miz. It's diverse and yes. it's nice. So what it's are some diverse. other shows? Um, it is into the woods. Oh, my sweet,
1: my, my sweet baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that show. Good show. So, Good show. oh, God, great show. I was in the junior version when I was young, and then I did the full I length. was in
0: the junior version in high um, school, and I did sound no on way. the full length. Nice. D- Who were you in high school? Um, we double casted because um, it's a high school, nice. and they were stupid yeah. as shit. Um, as a director, <laughs> I will never understand double casting unless you're doing them on different Me dates. Me either. Like, if you can avoid double casting, do it. Yeah. Because why would you have two mediocre shows instead of one good one? Exactly. Um. Anyway, I played Cinderella's Prince in one cast.
1: Oh, that's a perfect cast. Op- oh, Opposite cast. opposite
0: Seth, who played Rapunzel. Also
1: a perfect... Oh, that's beautiful. That's
0: beautiful. There was... Okay, so can I... Okay, this is going to sound... Cr- this is a high school, so remember, Do things it. got a little wild. <laughs> Seth played another character in the same cast. Not even double-cast. He played the same character. So Seth had one character he played in one cast and a different one in the other. But in both of those casts, he played the same shared third character. Can you guess who it is? Is it the wolf? No.
1: No, Cinderella's doubles as the wolf. What the?
0: Our Cinderella's prince didn't double as the wolf. We didn't do any doubles, which is stupid. But... Yeah, it's dumb. I don't know then. He played Milky White. He played Milky White in both casts. (laughs)
1: I don't even... Christian, don't...
0: my Native American caramel-colored brother played milky. <laughs> That's...
1: <key>. I can't...
0: <laughs> played I can't even... He wanted to. to. Or he How begged for it. There is? are pictures. And I'll... Oh, dude! It was his dream. <laughs> are you serious? To... He had a hood. He wore a hood Seth. with little white oh cow gosh. ears. And the thing is, Seth has a mane. Uh-huh. You've seen his hair. Oh yeah, beautiful. gorgeous hair. So he had to put it up when it was the hood on, and then when he was uh-huh. Rapunzel's prince, he wore it down. And his the other character okay. that he played That's in the other cool. cast, he wore it down because he's a person and not a cow. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I can confirm. Seth is, is a person is and not a cow. Uh,
0: that is a true statement.
1: That is a true statement. Sorry <laughs> to get political, but Seth is a person, not a cow.
0: We. <laughs> We make the entrance before agony, which is yeah. from the back of the theater. We make our entrance and we're like, "Ah, oh, brother, where have you been tonight?" Love that scene. Um, and he's like, "Jacking it in the woods." <laughs> uh, they're walking down. They're walking down the house towards the stage. They, by they, I mean us. Yes. Um, Seth has forgotten to take his hair down. It is still oh, No. In. He doesn't have the cow hood on. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rapunzel's prince does have a line. Uh, there in her tower, she sits by the hour maintaining her hair. And if I tell you that this man worked a crowd better than I've seen anyone ever work a crowd in my theatrical history... Oh, no! He slipped that finger into the hair tie, flung it into the air, and just let it cascade over his shoulders while shaking it out. There was applause in the middle of a song.
1: (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, I love that We
0: stole the stage in the least professional way. Like... It, was, it, was, it wasn't even senior year. I didn't do theater my senior year, um, at least in yeah. school. But we were so cocky right. because everyone else was, like, high school acting while we had been in, like, community theater. Yeah. Like, doing Shakespeare for, like, right. six years. So by the time we got to high school, like, everything else was a joke. We, you know, flew through it. It was great. So, you know, <laughs> we were just... Yeah. We stole the show in the worst way, in a way that, honestly, like, if I was anyone else in that cast, if I was, like, anyone else in that cast, I would have been pissed to have to share the stage with us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love Anyway,
0: him. oh, he just let his hair down. It was great.
1: That's beautiful.
0: I played Cinderella's oh. Prince in one cast. In the other cast... Okay. Who's the last person that you would expect that my Theater teacher? Because it's a musical, um, it was led by... It was directed by the theater teacher and the music teacher like the choir the choir gotcha. teacher yep if two elderly women had to agree to cast me as anyone in the show who's the last person that you would expect that they would agree on saying you know what we'll we'll fucking let him the witch so i played the witch in high school <laughs> um greens greens and nothing but greens i played i played the witch and I didn't even Beautiful. play a guy witch. I did play a female witch, because a a Beautiful. huge part of her character is being a mother to Rapunzel. Yes, it is. So, Jim. oh, I sang "Children Will Listen," and like, oh. no, I, I didn't, I, I did not, wonderful. like perform as the witch. Like I, I played the witch, <laughs> and it was, it was an yeah, excellent time. I wore five oh, bras wonderful. just to give the illusion. Of a chest. <laughs> they were all issued to me by the same friend. We'll call her Kay. Kay was like, Alright, so this is how we're gonna do it to make it look like you actually have a chest. Here's you know, seventh grade, here's ninth grade, here's oh tenth grade, god. here's eleventh grade. And then That's like amazing. here's one I got like last week. And it ju- it filled out beautifully, and I I I, I wanna say I turned heads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my so god. So into the
0: woods, so much fun in that show. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so, so my first experience was with the junior, and I was 14, yeah. and this was coming out of Little Mermaid, where I was told uh, I am not a singer, <laughs> and I am an actor, and only an actor. Um, and then Into the Woods came along, and yeah. I really practiced my singing. I tried so hard. And in, in the junior version, there's only one character who doesn't sing, uh, because Act Two doesn't happen, Wait. and that is the mysterious man.
0: I Yep, thought so.
1: I was cast as the Mysterious Man. <laughs> and I was like, okay, wow, I really can't sing. Out of the entire cast, <laughs> I'm the only one who cannot sing. <laughs> um, I loved it. It was a really fun role, and I got to work a lot with... Um, we've said her name before, and we can blur it out if we need to. I got to work a lot with Miss Malcolm, and she is a saint. I love her very much, and... Um,
0: We'll we'll call her Miss Malcolm. We'll probably... Yeah. Okay, so there will be times in this show, and and you all at this point, we're probably a little over an hour in at this point. Y'all will already know this by now, but this is the first time me and Christian have said it out loud. There will be times where we cut people's names, like straight up cut out a portion of us talking about a person. (laughs) And then there will be times where we, like, bleep someone's name. That'll probably be where we yeah. bleep her first name, and then we've called her Miss Malcolm before. We will continue yes. to call her Miss Malcolm.
1: We have called um, her Miss Malcolm. That's yes. the
0: first time you've worked with her. I've cool. only worked Miss with Malcolm. her once, unfortunately.
1: Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah, I, I have they're...
0: done Little Women, the straight play, right, and that's the only show I've ever done with her. Now, oh. I I have gotten to work with her personally, like spend, spending hours going through an acting portfolio and like a little resume to audition at colleges when I was like interested in doing this at college Yeah. Um, but that is it
1: yeah no she didn't direct the show Um, I've only (laughs) funny she directed the full length into the woods when I did it but um, she did not direct the we we love a full circle (laughs) yeah right she uh, but she helped me flesh out the character because I had never actually done this was like my fourth show maybe I had never done actual character development and this was the show that other director lady, um, uh, she was like, I actually, I want this to like be a really big step up from, from our, pre- our past shows. And so, uh, Ms. Malcolm came in and, and helped a lot of the people and worked with me. I think she worked with me, the, me the most for some reason. Uh, I'm a very, it was a very secondary character. Uh, mm-hmm. but she seemed to work with me the most. Uh, I felt like I was getting called in to work with her like every day. Um, but so that was
0: she loves a challenge.
1: She does, and I sucked. Uh, so, <laughs> so she had to take a six
0: four gentleman, a six four baritone gentleman who had just finished out a show playing Judd Fry, the like murderer and rapist of Oklahoma, and turn him yeah. into like the happy go lucky Lori. Um, That's a so tough like, one. The, I was her challenge yeah. for that show. Hey, she did a good I job. I got a lot of good reviews on that one. So, so you you worked with her. Yes, she worked with you real close. Very close, yes. And I would say I I
1: made my biggest acting jump, thanks to her.
0: I'm gonna say same. Um, I think some because of, then I came,
1: yeah. then I came in, I came in the next the next show we did. I got the lead, uh, the the lead lead, and because and I owe a lot of it to her. So.
0: Shout out to Miss Malcolm. She's the best. Same as well, Miss Malcolm. Uh, some of my largest leaps have been made because of you. So I don't know if you're ever going to hear this, but hey, two thumbs up to you. Great person. 10 out of 10, there good go. person.
1: Um, and then the second time I did it in the woods, I got to be Jack, which oh, yeah. was so much fun. Um, that is also probably a top three theater mm. theater experience I've had. Uh, I got to work with uh, I'll say Danelle we can cut her out mm-hmm. if we need to I got to work with Danelle she played the witch um, and it was the my only time ever acting with her um, and she was a blast oh I bet uh, yeah she was so much fun um, and she was great too she was a really great witch. oh
0: yeah because like some people are afraid to hold back in terms of playing a character I oh, only yeah. had her as She's a director not. and I can tell this woman would not be afraid to play a character no
1: she was not oh yeah Uh, she was great and then you know i'm sorry another name you know maddie rita he taught us the the ballet
0: i love maddie rita he was the baker
1: maddie rita as the baker and i got what a queen i love it yep straight 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 as a pencil let me tell you he was fantastic um, mm-hmm. he, I got to cry into his shoulder oh, yes, during of one of the last scenes when I find out that my mother has died. Yeah. Uh, I was always very afraid of that moment. And then, because I'd never yeah. done that really before, I'd never gotten such a serious role that I had to cry on stage, uh, convincingly. And so I was always afraid of that. And, oh, uh, he was just so helpful. And the last show I burst into real life tears. Um, because uh, the experience was over, and so yeah, uh, it was just a really amazing experience. Such a fun cast. I got to work with professionals. There were two like professional actors yeah. who had done like like uh, contracted shows in Raleigh and Charlotte and stuff. Uh, they they were great. It was just a really well put together show. Uh, awesome experience. Couldn't uh, couldn't be couldn't be happier with it. That's into the woods for me. And I've seen it like seven times. <laughs> it's my it's gotta be one of my favorite shows. It's so, so good. I'm trying to think of one that we could do a hot take for. Hamilton? Oh
0: boy. I can never get into it. That's fair. Like that's 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 the most lukewarm take. That's okay. Yeah, I, it I, really I couldn't is. really get into it. I gave it a listen. Wasn't my favorite. I tried a that's couple times. Fine!
1: I tried a couple times. I listened to uh, a decent amount of the soundtrack, and I was like... Yeah. Like, the music's good. And then I tried watching... uh, Not a bootleg. I'm going to say it wasn't a bootleg. Uh, But I tried watching a bootleg, and it didn't do much for me. I don't know. I just... I couldn't... I couldn't get there. And I don't know why. I tried to. I really did. I'm sure it's... I'm like... I can respect it's a beautiful piece of work. Um, takes an insane amount of talent to put it together, but for some reason, I just couldn't get behind it and I don't know why.
0: I think the fandom got too hype about it. Um, That's probably And true. I was part of it like in 2015, like when it dropped, like <laughs> I listened to it religiously, and I still do, like Mimi and I quote yeah. it all the time. We have inside jokes that are still being made. Like we have a new inside joke that we like made proper, created yesterday that we've started saying around the house. And oh, she's she's laughing right now. I love it. Um, I love it. So you know, it, it's still a great piece of work. But I just think I think it, while the fandom was allowed to get excited absolutely. over it, I think they got too like, it's a masterpiece. And if you don't like it, then mm-hmm. you you just clearly don't enjoy musicals.
1: Yeah. And also, I think a big part, like, how far removed was it from Dear Evan Hansen getting to Broadway?
0: Two? No.
1: Two years. No way. No way two. When did Hamilton start? 2015? Oh, wow. Dear Evan Hansen would have been, yeah, like 2017. It felt closer. Uh, I was so into Dear Evan Hansen that I just didn't pay any attention to other musicals.
0: I um, never got into Dear Evan Hansen all that much. I could name. Really. <gasps> okay. So so so. Okay. Okay. Let's do it.
1: You're a bad person. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I let's hate you. Let's do it.
0: So um, I. <laughs> yeah. Have please. Only ever. Yours. Like, I'm not gonna. Okay. So none of the songs from that show were like beats. I'm not gonna say like, oh, that song was a beat, because I, I I don't think any of them were bad. I just yeah. didn't want to listen to a lot of them. I, waving through a window. Does anybody have a map? Oh. Um, th- if I could tell her.
1: If I could tell her, yeah, it's one of my favorites.
0: And then, what's the last show? Last song called? Uh, are you talking about Words Fail? No. Oh, that's a beautiful. What's one. the like ultimate uh, the like one? masterpiece song?
1: Oh, uh, oh, um, yeah, uh, oh my. You gosh. will be found. You will be found. Thank you. Yeah, you will be found.
0: I've never seen the show. I've never even listened to the full soundtrack, so I can't tell you what the show's about because I only know bits and pieces of a story. Okay. Those, like, four or five songs that I just named are the only ones I've ever heard. You Will Be Found makes me cry like a child every time I I listen to it.
1: I fucking bet, man. It is intense. I'm a 21-year-old man, and
0: every time I play that song, and I've not seen the whole show, can't tell you what it's about. I cannot be connected to any of the characters because I don't know who they are. There's Dear Evan Hansen. (laughs) There's a suicide man that was a bully. There's a, a nerd. That's Evan's friend, I think. I don't know. And then there's like, I guess he's a nerd. He
1: he's very portrayed as one. I don't think he like in the soundtrack. Sassy friend, but it,
0: token sassy
1: friend. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That's more accurate. But there's he, he Evan
0: Hansen. Brilliant. There's token sassy friend. There's there's um, there's Girl. suicide bully. There's suicide bully's sister, sister. who is the love interest. Yep. And then there's like a bunch of sad moms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are so many sad moms. Two, two uh, sad moms. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, two sad moms. But two it feels like a lot. And that's what I know of the show. And the song "You Will Be Found" makes me cry like a not like a tear. Yeah. Cry like a child, like the <laughs> like every oh, yeah. time I listen to it without fail.
1: So I saw it on I saw it on Broadway.
0: I with would the origi-
1: with the original cast. Break. <laughs> and oh, when I saw—I mean, I—I I sobbed uncontrollably seven times.
0: Yeah, during it that. Sounds show. like that troll do to you.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, and like the funny thing was, our theater teacher, Danelle, was like, "This is going to be the stupidest show." She was like, "Yeah." Oh. From what she had heard, she was like, "It's going to be this dumb little teeny bopper show." That's like, "Oh my god!" But she was like, "We'll go see it, fine," because she took uh, our theater class. <laughs> Oh, she wailed. She wailed like a like a 4-year-old who just got their lollipop taken away. She cried so and I'm not judging cuz I I I <laughs> like you would have thought that I had just uh let go of my balloon. Yeah. I was going berserk me next to my friend. Oh, it's it's so it's so emotional and it's so it's, so sad and it doesn't end good it doesn't end well at all it doesn't ends no it's a horrible horrible sad ending what no one gets what no one gets what they want what does anyone want what are people's
0: drives not to spoil Uh, dear Evan Hansen but but like no
1: but yeah I mean like from everyone I've talked to I mean like yes Evan did a bad thing uh, but you you thought he was gonna end up with
0: the girl did Evan not get the girl?
1: She did. He did not get the girl at all. She... I mean, like, they meet up again at the end uh, after a long time, to- like, years of not speaking to each other, and they kind of have a conversation, but not at all to imply that he ends up with her. Um, huh. It's very sad. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's really sad, and... and really leaves you wanting some sort of satisfaction, and you do not get it. Uh, It's like funny games. (laughs) It's like funny games. It's like
0: funny games. If I had to compare it to anything, it's like funny games. Um,
1: Yeah. But it's a beautiful show. It's really wonderful. Um, That was my I'm
0: either going to have like a hot, hot take or like a cold, cold take. You know how Danielle was like, this is probably going to be stupid, some teeny bopper show. There is a, a musical that I think came out like a year after. Dear Evan Hansen, that I think is a stupid teeny bopper show, and I like, I've heard maybe two songs from it, and I refuse to listen to the rest. Some people live by it, they die by it, they love it. They were like, oh, this was a brilliant piece of work, and I'm just like, get out of my house. First off, what are you doing in my house? I'm excited. Uh, Be more chill. Give it to me.
1: (gasps) I was going to say the same thing
0: that you don't like it?
1: That is everybody's like god musical and I'm like why?
0: Why? It sounds so stupid. I don't so get it.
1: Stupid. Like I the don't plot. Get it. The plot is just dumb? This is definitely a hot take. You this is going to anger a lot of people.
0: Really? Oh, this is I Okay. Would,
1: this is people Beautiful. God well, let me musical. lean
0: into it. Guys, be more chill. as a piece of shit. If you like <laughs> that show, you don't understand art. So get out. Get off the podcast.
1: It I will No, no. And I will yeah. say uh, you know, like whatever musical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. no, but fair to each his own. Literally, I, art
0: is meant to be interpreted. So if you like, if you disagree with any of, of our course. things here, great. We're stupid. Please disagree with us, I beg you.
1: Most people who I know, most people I know who like that musical are children. Um, are or dumb. sorry, are in love with that musical. Don't get art. Aren't like no. Like the Bang Rock <laughs> They're they're not like musical musical people. You know, they're not like. They haven't been ingrained in yeah. the culture of musical, and I'm not trying to gatekeep. But they tend to like that musical, which is fine. I think Hamilton was kind of that way as well. And it, it caught the audience of both. Both theater people. I think
0: the people that like that show are the people that did high school theater and then stopped.
1: Yep. Yes.
0: Like, <laughs> valid, like the kind of people that would break into a musical number at Denny's and then yeah. no other kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. Not to judge, but
0: you guys suck. <laughs> the people who break into Song at Denny's.
1: The people who <laughs> Oh yeah. Well those people suck too. Didn't we yes.
0: ruin some lives at IHOP like after our final show? Do you remember like going out to eat at like IHOP? Like a waffle house, like after was one that, of the shows?
1: Was that, that show? Oh god. We definitely that ruined was some lives at that IHOP. Okay, this is kinda hilarious. There was this Dairy Queen. Uh, <laughs> a town. beautiful start to a story
0: Homer's <laughs> was a Odyssey <laughs> Out of here So there was this Dairy Queen
1: There was this Dairy Queen And every, after every show That our high school yeah. troupe did uh, We went nice. to Dairy Queen It was one of the few places that were open We went to Dairy Queen And did like Eight number, I'm not joking Eight numbers From the musical we had just done I don't remember which one But we did eight songs Full All of the the whole thing And then played Loud and very obnoxious Theater games In the lobby It's not a lobby In the What do you call it?
0: In the vestibule of the (laughs) Dairy Queen
1: That Dairy Queen closed down Like a month later (laughs)
0: Everyone who was in there was like And I yeah We we tell We're our done. friend we do not publicize this This is not gonna be on the news <laughs> But tell your friends don't just don't Don't <laughs> acknowledge that Dairy Queen anymore
1: Oh my god I couldn't believe it and there was no there was no like hey guys the Dairy Queen's shutting down It was like hey uh no one works there anymore <laughs> It's done You're just it doesn't exist it's one it's of those over. things
0: where it's, like, you go for, like, and... a chocolate-dipped cone, like, on the night, <laughs> and then the next day, you're driving yeah. by, and there's a sheets where it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. What it was. So it was this. It was a Dairy Queen slash gas station. And then just literally all of a sudden, it was like, oh, yeah, that's just the gas station.
0: <laughs> there's... Was the gas station a sheets.
1: No, unfortunately. Oh,
0: damn. Sheets is the best gas station ever. I almost agree. What What beats Sheets?
1: Have you ever been to a Wawa? I've heard of Wawa. I've heard the tales. You gotta go. It's the best. Does Wawa
0: have, like, food on demand?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You, do they got Way like, better a, than Sheets.
0: Uh, whoa, shit. That, that is a, I'm telling that, you. It's, it's, the, we have, it's, the, well, it's the big leagues. Guys, welcome to anything but politics, where we have hot takes on gas stations. <laughs> Um, Fuck sheets. uh, Fuck sheets. Join (laughs) us next time for um, the gas stations episode.
1: Uh, We probably could. We we, could. We
0: could talk about gas stations for an hour and a half.
1: We totally could. I genuinely, actually think we could. But yeah, we closed down a Dairy Queen due to theater because we were so annoying. I mean, we were like fourteen. Yeah. Because we were so annoying, they stopped doing
0: their job.
1: (laughs) They ended their own careers.
0: Because we were annoying. They broke that night. Like the reason it went out of business <laughs> is because a... all of the workers could no longer perform <laughs> their duties. Like they would come into work, clock in, and they would just have the thousand-yard stare. Like, <laughs> stare. Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing inside of them anymore. They were they were a husk. <laughs> they had they had PTSD. They had post theater stress disorder. <laughs> it was jazz squares and grapevines from then until <laughs> death
1: oh my god yeah that's i mean like if that doesn't scream theater kids i have no idea if you haven't if you haven't closed down a restaurant you're not a theater kid and that is i'm gatekeeping right now the one
0: i we way... closed down a mcadoo's on state street <laughs> like <laughs> like there's a street near us like the main street and like it has a, yeah. a bar and grill at it, and that bar and grill was like a place that was still open that um, wasn't yeah. like it just a bar. Like of course we couldn't bring a cast to that, so the the <laughs> cast would go to McAdoo's, right. and that place is now shut down. <laughs> that place is for <laughs> lease and no one's picked it up yet, and I think it's because they're intimidated. Oh my god! Don't 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 buy that place. It's, it's where the theater kids go. Don't
1: do it. You'll regret it.
0: With that being said, I'll say, hey guys, if you haven't went and followed us on Twitter or Instagram, it's going to be at the ABP Podcast. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Go follow us there and keep in touch as we keep putting out more episodes. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening and uh, the fact that you keep coming back. Uh, It really does mean a lot. It's been a month and it's been a really, really good month. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to be completely honest. We haven't even put out the first episode yet. We are just no, we, have not. we are just backlogging these. Uh we are creating and creating and creating. That way by the time we start putting things out, if Christian needs to take a week or I need to take a week, we have kind of a, a pool of episodes to put out. So yeah, we've been doing this a month and we've been putting, you know, work into this and passion into this, and y'all uh, haven't even seen episode one. So
1: And we've been loving it. Let's we, just
0: say that. It is, I look forward it. to it every week. I absolutely do. And not only that, but it, it feels is like one of the
1: highlights of it my week feels for sure. like
0: we do this so often. Like, I feel like we do an episode, and then, like, I go to right. sleep that night, wake up the next morning, go to work, get off work, and it's, like, it's time to record. Which I'm okay with.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly.
0: So, oh, me thank too. you guys for your support. It. it means a whole heck of a lot. If you aren't supporting us, uh, that, that that statement isn't going to make much sense. So, if you could support us so that I'm not talking out of my ass, um, it would give me a... If you're not supporting us... Uh, you're you're the, beats. the beats. If you made it to, if you've been listening for an hour and a half, just to say, like, you know what, these guys, you're the you're the beats of this podcast. You're the beats. So
1: <laughs> we gotta print t-shirts to say you're the beats. You're the beats.
0: Um, it's it's a beats oh, is what it is. So it's a beat. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love each and every single one of you. Um, I don't think we have an outro song. We might eventually I like the idea of having an outro song like goodbye everybody and you know, it's like a da-na, it just fades out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be I'm cool. Down with that. Maybe that's in the future. Maybe it's right now.
2: Whoa yeah.